Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Nothing But Sports with Kent Sterling for Wednesday, October 23rd, 2019. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Trust me, you've got bad breath. You know why? you got to go to the dentist. And why not go to the best? Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. 317-849-2933. The Indianapolis Colts. we got some injury news today from Frank Reich. Kenny Moore, Tyquan Lewis, and Paris Campbell. All limited in practice. We'll see how they progress Throughout the week, Devin Funches, he may practice this week. He's eligible to come off the injured list during week 11. You know, it's funny, before the season, we were talking about Devin Funches and how helpful he was going to be as a number two receiver in this offense. We talked about Paris Campbell, all this stuff. You know what? Zach Pascal was really good this past week. And if everybody had been healthy going into week one, I think he might have got cut. This is a team that's deep. And this is an offense that is not necessarily about stud bodies, but it is about brilliant schematics, and it's about execution by Jacoby Brissett. By the way, Jacoby Brissett named today the AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Good for Jacoby Brissett. Speaking of guys we don't talk about very much, we don't talk about Andrew Luck very much, do we? At 4-2, and two, the Colts are pretty much right where anybody with a brain thought they would be with Andrew Luck as a starting quarterback. Jacoby Brissett, how good was that trade? How good was the trade Chris Ballard sending uh, Dorsett over to New England and getting Brissett back in exchange? That was pretty cagey. That was pretty good stuff. And wouldn't it be fun? If the Indianapolis Colts somehow, some way during the regular season found their way to that first round bye and wound up playing the AFC uh, top seed, the New England Patriots, in Foxborough uh, for the AFC championship game, how cool would it be to send both Tom Brady and Bill Belichick into retirement on the heels of a loss to the Indianapolis Colts, led by the guy that they sent back in a couple of years ago in that trade for Philip Dorsett? I would absolutely relish 
the opportunity uh, for the Indianapolis Colts to make that happen. What a fun course of events that would be in the city of Indianapolis if that came to pass. Absolutely wonderful stuff. The Colts, they've got the Broncos this Sunday. The Broncos, not very good. Joe Flacco is kind of a stationary target. We'll see if Justin Houston, Jamal Sheard, the rest of the guys can go raise some hell and put Flacco in a position where he throws it to guys like Malik Hooker. Malik Hooker going to be back uh, for the Colts this week. The Indiana Pacers open the regular season tonight at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. They take on the Detroit Pistons. Listen to the starting lineup for the Pacers. And if you don't recognize these names, you will soon enough. Malcolm Brogdon, former uh, guard for the Milwaukee Bucks. You've got Jeremy Lamb. He came over from the Charlotte Hornets. You've got T.J. Warren from the Phoenix Suns. Domas Sabonis, Miles Turner, we know those guys very well. A lot of questions about this team. Are Sabonis and Turner going to be able to coexist on the floor simultaneously as the primary four and primary five on the offense and the defense? I think the offense, they're going to be fine. I mean, Domas Sabonis is a good back-to-the-basket scorer. And Miles Turner is a guy with a terrific mid-range game. He can hit threes. And then on the other end, Turner, an elite-level rim protector. Domas is going to have some problems guarding a lot of fours. But you know what? Maybe he's 23 years old. Maybe he can develop into that. I don't know whether he can or not. It's going to be fascinating to watch. I love the way this team's been assembled because it's through character and it's through personality and it's through finding guys who believe that basketball is a game best played by five guys all all pulling on the same end of the rope. This is a different way to assemble a basketball team, and it's the way that Kevin Pritchard and his front office staff had decided gives the Pacers the best chance to win an NBA championship. It is really difficult to win an NBA championship without one of or two of the best 10 players in the league on your roster. The Pacers are not going to have that. They are likely never going to have that. And so they got to figure out a different way of putting together a roster in order to be ultra competitive. And this is what they've landed on. And I love it. If you've got guys whose collective is greater than the sum of the parts, you've got a chance to do some things in basketball that might lead to a championship. I don't know whether that's going to happen for the Pacers, but I think it's a worthy experiment, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch, even prior to Victor Oladipo getting back for the Pacers, and we know that he's been cleared to uh, work out at a higher level, and so maybe the return of Victor Oladipo is nigh. I don't know whether that matters. This team is pretty damn good without him. Obviously, Jeremy Lamb is not a terrific, he's not an elite-level defensive guy at the guard position. Victor Oladipo can be that. When Vic gets back, this could be a really interesting team. And when they get into the playoffs, and they are going to go to the playoffs, I think as the third seed out of the East with 50-52 to wins, I think that this is a team that can raise some hell in the Eastern Conference, because the Eastern Conference is not what it was, and neither is the West. I mean, in the West, you're talking about uh, national wonks are talking about the Clippers and the Lakers kind of being co-favorites in the West. The Lakers, you got LeBron, and you got Anthony Davis, and you got nothing else. And then with the Clippers, they've got some depth. But their best players, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. Paul George hasn't won a playoff series. I think it goes back to 2014. So not a postseason winner. 
to any extent, especially after he figured out that he was PG-13 and not just a really, really good basketball player for the Pacers. So Pacers, they get going tonight against the Pistons. And if you enjoy watching this, you are going to be in love with Pacers basketball for the first two and a half, three weeks of the season as they will play the Pistons three times during that period. David Ross is going to be announced as the next manager of the Chicago Cubs Thursday. Ross has agreed to terms to become the manager of the Cubs, and people are a little bit split as to whether this is a good thing or not. You had the bench coach for the Astros. A lot of people were kind of in his corner, Espada, and I wasn't. I like David Ross. David Ross makes sense for the Chicago Cubs on two different levels. One, I think he's going to be a terrific manager. Two, he works from a business sense. He's going to sell season tickets, his presence will, because of his tether to the 2016 team. And he's going to be a guy who can do media. He's going to be a guy who is uh, somebody you can put on, on billboards, perhaps. He's one of those guys, the, the Astros guy. If you lined up five bench coaches from Major League Baseball franchises up against a wall in the city of Chicago, there aren't 10 people in the city that could point out the bench coach for the Astros who came in second in this derby to go find the next manager for the Chicago Cubs. People worry about Ross not having any experience as a manager. Well, you know what? Mike Matheny didn't either. Matheny had no experience when he became the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals following the retirement of Tony La Russa. And what did he do? First four years, they won a lot of games. They went to a World Series. They went to the National League Championship Series three times. They made the playoffs all four of his first uh, four seasons. So uh, this kind of thing can And You know what? There are a lot of similarities between these two guys. Both elite from a defensive perspective. Both suffered severe concussions during their careers. Neither, before they became a major league manager, had ever managed at any level. David Ross, of course, was on Dancing with the Stars, as well as being an analyst on ESPN. Those are things that Mike Matheny didn't do. But there is no reason whatsoever that David Ross can't get this thing done for people who think that David Ross is going to be too close to the players. I'll tell you what, when he was Grandpa Rossi back in 15 and 16 with the Chicago Cubs, he wasn't all that close to these guys. They got along, but Ross was a guy who could get hot, and he put people in their place, and he taught them to play the game correctly, and he was that guy. Madden could be the nice guy, the analytics guy, and Ross could be the guy who was like, hey, that's not how we play. We run out ground balls. We hit cutoff men. This is how you play the game of baseball. And he was instrumental with that young team in getting them to play the right way. And we've seen how since his retirement from playing, we've seen how that's affected Cubs baseball. They became fundamentally sloppy. In 2019, you can trace that slop as the cause for their mediocrity directly. They became sloppy as a team, not running out ground balls anymore, misplaying balls in the field, bad throws, bad fundamental baseball. And it's bad fundamental baseball that'll keep a good team from reaching its potential. So Ross coming in as the next manager of the Cubs, I think is a really good thing. I'm not just going to say a good thing. I think it's a really good thing. And I've been telling you it's going to be Ross for the last two and a half months. 
from the time that it became clear that Theo and Joe did not get along and were not going to pursue an extension and bring Joe Madden back unless they won a World Series, and that looked for all the world about as likely as it became. You know what? Ross, he's the guy. And, and I'll say this. I don't think he was hired because it's a good business decision. I don't think Theo and Jed do that kind of thing. But I'll tell you what, in a tie ball game between two candidates, if you get to go walk into the business office and talk to the owner, the, the, the worm like Crane Kenny, and say, hey, you know what, we're hiring David Ross, and you put a smile on their faces, that is not a bad strategy as far as job retention goes. And Theo Epstein right now, his, his seat is getting a little bit hotter because he continues to remove reasons that the Cubs uh, shouldn't win more championships. Madden, the latest. It has been pitching coaches. It's been hitting coaches. Now it's gotten to Madden, and it keeps working up the ladder. And Theo does not go outside the organization, even at a time when many people are calling for him to do that. I don't understand that kind of philosophy, to be honest. I don't think it makes any sense to go outside an organization that has been relentlessly successful. I think you stick with your core competencies and you continue to move forward as an organization by embracing the culture that has been successful. So you moved from your manager. You're bringing in a new guy who's going to be uh, a, a little more red-assed, in the words of, uh, of Javi Baez and David Ross. He's going to get a little red-assed. I think it's a good thing. And, and so you, you do move forward, and you do embrace your culture the culture that you've built. You don't need to go outside and get new ideas. You don't need to do that. You want new culture, you want new ideas, then you fire Theo Epstein. All right? The people that Theo's comfortable with, the people that Theo feels good around and who embody the virtues that he champions, I think that's the way you go if you're Theo Epstein. Don't second-guess yourself. Build this thing the way you would like to see it built. The the Nats and the Astros game two tonight. You've got Strasburg and Verlander. This is critical for the Astros. They lost last night with Garrett Cole on the mound for the first time since May. They have got to bounce back. They've got to have a split if they're going to win this series. If they go back to Washington and they're down 2-0, This thing could get out of hand in a hurry. And then the Nationals are really one win away in game three from locking it down because you're not going to come back from 3-0 down or 0-3. Not with Max Scherzer and with Steven Strasburg as two of your pitchers moving forward who are going to start two of the games, two of the final four games of the series. I think the Nationals win this. I told you about five, six weeks ago. It's like, look at the Nats. They're 17 to 1 to win this thing. They got Scherzer and Strasburg. Put your money on that horse at 17 to 1. If you would put 500 bucks on it, and granted, they got some work to do. But you had to have a good feeling that they were going to be the National League champs, that they were going to win the pennant. You had to have a good feeling they were going to do that based on their pitching. And then you take your shot in the World Series at 17 to 1, right? Put 500 on them, 8,500 is your return. That's a hell of a return, man. To bet correctly, and 17 to 1 was a great look, especially given how well the Nats have performed since the 1st of June. Uh, tomorrow, 
You know what? We got and, and uh, tonight we're going to watch a big game, the Pacers and the Pistons, and then tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent, bright and early, eight o'clock on Facebook Live, about eight fifteen on Periscope Live. It's a show so nice we do it twice. I can't wait to talk to you then. It's going to be all kinds of fun. I, I'd tell you to give me a call, but I don't know how you do that. You you can message on Facebook. You can message on Periscope. You can make comments. You can do whatever the hell you want. I read them. I listen to them. You don't like me? That's fine. We're going to get along anyway. Or maybe not. And who really gives a damn? Are you kidding me? Speaking of that, just for a second, right? So the AD from Florida State, that if he said that if his coach got hit by a truck, he would not call uh, Urban Meyer or Steve Spurrier. Talking about his coach getting hit by a truck, and he's saying, no, 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 I don't want Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer with three national championships, without question, one of the best two college coaches alive today, all right? And I don't mean to diminish a guy like Lou Holtz, but Urban Meyer and Nick Saban are the two best coaches drawing breath today, whether they're working or not. And you're not going to hire that guy? And people are worried, oh, is Urban going to be insulted? Urban? Why would he go to Florida State? And why would he listen to Florida State's AD to the point where he would be insulted? Doesn't even make sense. I think everybody's going to be okay. He's got more money than he's ever going to be able to spend. He's just fine. Everybody relax. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Breakfast with Kent brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Can't wait to talk to you then. 317-849-2933. Make an appointment. Get rid of that bad breath. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 